0: Hello and welcome to the show to be named later, Revisited, I, I think, I like uh, in podcast form. I'm Johnny Voss. I'm here with my nephew, Noah Storzinger, and uh, what do you want to talk about? Baseball? Baseball. Okay. Baseball's one. So it is April 2nd, 2023. Very special day for me for so many reasons, but I got to start out with opening day baseball. And... My first opportunity to see opening day baseball on the road, Minnesota Twins, Kansas City Royals in Kansas City. Twins are 3-0. and How long has it been since we've had a 3-0 and team to start out?
1: Well, I'm trying to think of what we even did last year. I think we lost right away because we were at opening day last year, um, facing Seattle, and we lost, I think, the first two and then picked up a final win to start the year, maybe one and three, correct me if I'm wrong, but... Three and zero, I can't remember, and I I haven't been watching Twins baseball as long as you have, but three and zero, I don't know the last time we've started three and zero.
0: Okay, and now you are a transplant to Kansas City, Noah. Mm-hmm. It's still the Royals. How how concerned should we should be? Because my deal is Twins are going to have trouble scoring runs this year. I believe this, okay. and the Royals are a pretty bad team. However, uh, Rocco had some magic in, this weekend. Uh, and try to manufacture runs, but because it was the Kansas City Royals, should we be excited or not?
1: I think we should. I think there's. I think whenever your team starts out three and zero, if you're, g- I mean, if the Royals started out three and zero, do you think they'd be excited? I mean, I think they'd have well, some excitement. But that's
0: a that's a different beast, though,
1: right? Well, there. sure. It's I think just- you'd have some excitement, but um, this you is know, a team yes, that yes, didn't score a run until today, I, I, right? And they, I mean, they hit two homers, but. Um, I think there's some excitement, especially with the starters going over what, I mean, at least all three of them picked up a win, um, which means they all went at least five. I think Joe pitched six today. Um, A lot of strikeouts. Pablo went, uh, what, six and a third, five and a third? Five and a third, I think. Five
0: and a third. Yep. A lot of strikeouts, though, from the opening rotation so Mm -hmm. far.
1: Yep. Yep. And I I think it's promising. I think it is the strongest rotation the Twins have had in... I'm trying to think of when the last time I thought this Twins rotation. No, was we've strong. always
0: had a one and a two, but number a three, four, and five. You know, if you want to throw Kyle Gibson in, either three or through five. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like they've never had. They've had Tantana, uh, They've had Barrios. Oh, yes. They've had guys that Liriano, like in the same number one, number two is going to hit you, but never one one to five.
1: No, and I mean you look at the stat I saw the other day. Um every starter in the rotation has been an opening day starter. Exactly.
0: Which, so that will play into the bullpen because I, I think the bullpen is strong this year, right? Yeah.
1: I I agree. I think um trying to think of, I mean the maybe the only weak spot is someone we saw today, Emilio Pagan, who
0: what about can't moran? say how long he's gonna last. What about Moran Moran's
1: I'm sorry, gonna moran gonna last pretty yeah. pretty well, right. I think. Okay yeah, I
0: mean first first outing gave up two, but, but you you don't have a starting rotation any longer going four innings and then having to rely on the bullpen mm-hmm. for another you know what i mean and like so I'd like to give Pagan the benefit of the doubt, however, he didn't look solid today he, I, he
1: didn't and and i I'll give him this he he put the first runner on, I think it was back to back hits, and then he actually settled down, so maybe it was the first day jitters type of thing right i I I struggle with thinking that he's going to be an effective piece in the bullpen. I think we have plenty of depth in AAA that can come up and be more effective. I think we'll see us make a move for the bullpen halfway through the year to strengthen it. But I do think this is something to be excited about on the
0: pitch. Right. Okay. Because you got to think that we're, I've said it all along, we're not going to score runs. We're not going to score runs this year. Like Rocco having to manufacture runs. Okay. That's one thing. But, Twins have left a lot of guys on base this entire weekend. And is that not a concern going into? Because we're going to get to Miami in a second here, but I'm concerned that you've got to have solid pitching because I don't think this is a lineup that's going to score six runs on any given day. We got lucky today. I agree. We only scored four runs in the previous two games. You know, we're not going to be able to manufacture runs. Or, no, we have to manufacture runs because I don't think we're going to. And we left a lot of guys in scoring position, left the bases loaded quite a few times in three games, and it's still Kansas City, you know? Yeah, I think
1: it's tough. I think – I mean, when I, what I was saying was, I mean, yeah, Kepler is what, oh for 12 or whatever to start the season, but you look two through five, Correa, Buxton – Larnick Miranda right scary right scary right. right and i understand it's kansas city but but you get a sprinkling of
0: vasquez or jeffers who even michael taylor's in the it. ball a little I know bit it. and that's to me the scary part of it however you know today they did produce uh rbi's but we hadn't seen that most of the weekend you know what i mean and that's that's what spooks me about this team and it's still only the you know, the Royals. Now, we go to Miami, we face the Marlins, and you said this is a team we should sweep as well. On the road, you're thinking we can go six and0. Now my good friend Marty just informed me that I believe it was 1968 when the twins started out six and0, okay? 1913, the Washington Senators went five and0. We're at three and0. Can you really see a 6 0 team coming out of this, out of Miami? And then home on Thursday against uh, Houston. The hated Houston hated Astros.
1: Houston. I think 6 0 is perfectly reasonable for this team. Okay. I think Miami, while I, while I do think they could be a, maybe a sneak into the wild card, that's a tough
0: Miami? Division. No, yes. no, no,
1: no. I think that's a possibility. No. Right. When you got the Cy Young winner on your team, Right. There's a chance. Okay. Okay. And you added Luisa Rise. Right. You've got Jazz. And you gave up Pablo Lopez. You did. You did. But there's already, there's a reason they dealt from their strength, which was their right. rotation. And I mean, they've got one through five, not as good as the Twins, I think, but it's, they've got some young guys that I think are going to be really good. Maybe not this year. Right. Maybe it's next year, but they got some good pieces. I think it'll be tougher on, um, you know, that we're on the road, but I think that. You know, it, it still is a struggling team, and we're riding high right now.
0: Okay, what if they're five and zero, and Pablo Lopez is scheduled to make a start in Miami with that five and zero record on? What do what do we see out of Pablo? I don't know the guy, honestly. I do you think? First of all, I it's not like the old days where you watch National League. Oh, because they've they've got a pitcher that bats. So let's watch National League. And right. oh, we got WGN's got the Cubs, and TBS, the Superstation's got the Braves. I never saw a Pablo Lopez start before a Thursday. So and you were impressed. I, I was very impressed. Yeah, but how is is he the kind of guy that would just go into Miami? You know more than I do. Would go into Miami, no problem. Five and zero on the line. Come into my home. You know, home stadium, and I'm going to pitch the lights out.
1: Uh, I mean, I think it's it's tougher coming in with a five and zero record, and then you're facing your home team, right? I mean, he was he pitched what Venezuela, so he's probably got right. some right, probably got some family in the stands, um, and just a lot of home fans. But he there pitched already. the
0: World Baseball Classic too, right? He did, and I
1: guess they they were in Miami, yeah. weren't they? So, you know, I mean. Again, I, I don't want to say it's a toss up, but if I had to bet, I'm going to bet that he gives us five good innings at okay. least. Okay. Seven good innings would be phenomenal as he works. I mean, I think you saw the first start for everyone is probably, you know, that 80, 85 pitch range, which I think is smart in terms of keeping your arm fresh. Um, and I think as you build up strength, um, you know, we're going to see pitchers going even longer. I think Rocco has already shown that he's going to trust them a little more right. going into it. Okay.
0: Now here's another interesting one. Like so it was 75 degrees today in Kansas City. Um you were there Thursday it was what 50s, 50s uh, and windy. 60 windy. Okay. Yeah,
1: we we're in the shade.
0: You go down to Miami, weather's not a deal. You come home for your home opener. How will 35 degrees on opening day at Target Field affect all of these players? It will. I, I agree. I mean, it right. affects when when we played, it was,
1: we would go down to Eagan and we'd play. And I just remember <laughs> Eagan was always super cold, man. And we were, I mean, you didn't want to throw. You didn't right. want to no. hitting hurt, especially, I mean, even that's with a metal bat. Now you're looking right. at wood bats. Right. It's hard, right? Okay. And I mean, how often, how often do we see good, even just offensive performances that first week of the season at at home? Right. Rarely. Right. I mean, I think last year, opening day, we saw one run be scored by the Twins. That was a G.R. homer. Um, so at least he put it out of the park. But I mean, I remember even just a couple of years ago, that first series against Cleveland, we scored maybe four runs at most. Right. And it's,
0: it'll be, all cool. right. But okay. You, you brought up interesting point like, uh, home runs, which I don't think we're going to, it's not, there's no revisiting Bama squad. Joey Gallo. Well, you stole it from me. I was going to say Joey Gallo. What, Joey what do you think? Like, Gallo. Okay, so everybody in the stadium, whether you were a Royals fan or a Twins fan, was hating on Joey Gallo, myself included. Mm-hmm. And he hits two fucking home runs today. Yep. What about that? Uh, I'm here for it.
1: Yeah. I think it's. I think it's a early season overreaction, which are always pretty fun. Right. Though. Well, um, oh, he
0: was old for the season. until was. today, now, right? Yeah. He
1: comes up. I think he grounds out his first at bat, but. Rips a double into the gap, right, and then follows it up with what two no doubters, right? Just right,
0: they were crushed. Yeah, crushed.
1: Correa loves it. The whole team loves it. You knew, I mean, you know, this guy can put it out of the park. You've you've seen it with Texas. I don't think, uh, but he was old for
0: twelve and, before he
1: was. But you know, I think you look at even Correa. I mean, he's got what maybe two hits on the year, right, in three games. Which again, it's. It's hard to, it's hard not to overreact with these first, first couple games, but it it is, you know, these guys are playing, you know, full games for the first time. I mean, not that they played nine innings. And he got
0: interviewed by Glenn Perkins after the game and you saw he's a very emotional guy. He's very, very, uh, just hard on the sleeve, you know, not really. (laughs) I think we have footage of that, right? We do got yeah okay we do um all right we're gonna we're gonna switch gears here to being too positive right now um Byron Buxton what what do we do with this like because obviously watching him two or three days and you want so much for him to do what you think he can do and yet I'm not sold on it right now because you don't pay him to be a DH, you don't. And so that's great. But remember last year, they also tried to get him down to 90 games, 90 games. And it didn't even, so now you're starting him as a DH, which means he's sitting every three innings. He's just sitting on a bench. I'm sorry, that's not what you're paying him for. And that's not what he, that's not the the skills that God gave him. Okay. And I always tell my students like, that is a waste of what God gave you. If you are so talented to play basketball but you don't like the coach so you're not going to sit this one out, I'm not saying that with Buxton. I'm just saying you don't pay him to be a fucking DH. Yeah, it, it's
1: tough but I think you need to look at the the two sides, right? So, yeah, you're not paying him to DH and, yes, is he probably the best outfielder in the game right, right now? but you can't yes. see it right now. Right, but like, here's the thing. Let's, let's say you roll him out. And he gets hurt because it, it, it would happen, right? No. Now you don't have his bat in the lineup, so at least here you're taking semi-precaution. Right now, he's he's not going to DH the whole year, right? I think they're they're ramping him up. Okay, he didn't play a lot of spring games. He played maybe
0: three spring games. Right. However, what under what you're saying, I watched three games this year of Byron Buxton. First game, I thought he got hurt. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. You know the play I'm talking about, right? Yep. In the yep. first game, yep. what was it? Well, it was his triple, right? Going around, look slow, look slow. I when he flipped his helmet off, I don't know if you saw it because you were at the game. We watched it. He flicked his helmet off at his second base. Did not look like he knew how to slide in a third base, and we were all worried, right? Yesterday, game two. What happened I don't count then? That one. Huh? I
1: don't count that one.
0: What do you mean you don't count it? That's, the trainers came that's out freak- to second base, and what happened? They
1: came out because he had to take a second, so you don't know. You I'm just saying, from okay, base.
0: then today's game, right? All of a sudden, a pitch that goes too close to him, and you just go, that's the season, <laughs> right? Like, So you can't say what if. Like, You can say, hey, maybe it's not a good time to go to Israel, okay? But then you might just walk off a curb and and get hit by a car. So how do you know going to Israel would have sped up anything in the demise of Johnny Voss or Noah Sorsinger, right? Hmm. When it can happen in your own backyard. That's what I'm saying. He's paid to play fucking center field because your words, not mine, one of the best center fielders in the game. I agree. The best, I think. So you can't you can't say, well, gee, it, will he be around in September if we limit his games, is he going to be around fucking April 10th because you're limiting games? That's the problem I have. I, I, and so, I can see. What? At 35, he's going to fucking, that's when you DH him at 35, not where he's at right now. And I don't know. I think Brett Butler played 162 games one year in Kansas City. I think that's can you true. Can confirm that? I cannot. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I no one look, can not confirm I, I think, which Butler played in Kansas City, but right. Right, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I just think if I if I'm looking at Buxton, do I would I rather have him on the field or off the field? You rather have him on the field. I understand it's not the full capacity, but even when he's on the field, his bat is still one of the best on right? in the lineup. Okay. So <coughs> I try to be Mr. Optimistic with it. And the fact that he's still in the lineup after three games. Right, but. And he's scorching the
0: ball. Too. Under this regime, though, you have to think, even if he gets on bases of fucking DH, you don't want him stealing because he might get hurt. It's true. Well, bigger bases, I mean, Noah. I, I get that. No, bigger bases. Can. Like, his eyes should be as big as these fucking bases. Don't you think? We don't steal anymore. The, the the twins tradition no. I mean byron Buxton
1: hasn't in a while the twins tradition and i'm I'm still waiting to see that and I think okay. there will be more stealing with the rules and we'll get towards the rules soon no. but the i I still think and we can re- – again it's been three games well we can revisit it soon but the fact that he's still in the lineup and he's scorching the ball I think is a threat either way you right. don't want to pitch to byron right. bucks you don't and I think if he has the threat of – I mean, a single is a single, sure. But this guy has the chance to hit multiple triples, multiple doubles. Right, he's going right. to put the ball out, and he's going to put your team – he's gonna, he's giving your team right. a chance to win. And if but he's not on the field – and he's in hurts.
0: the field and he takes runs off the board because of the defensive player I, he is, that's the only thing I'm saying. And I'm not saying Michael – Taylor couldn't do that. I was going to say, but, but that's why
1: Falveen is so good is the fact that they understood a they understood a weakness, right? And they went out and traded two guys that I don't care about. Yeah, and except they got my they're telling
0: Taylor. you as a fan because we signed Taylor, you're not going to see Buxton in center field. That mm, it's insurance.
1: I think it's insurance. Well, I understand it's he was. It's I, never, in the lineup for three I never. I never
0: cashed days. my insurance policy in on the first day. I'm sorry, I didn't.
1: It's an. I, I'm still going with the insurance. I think we revisit it, and I don't know. I, I still think having at least having Buxton in your lineup is a win.
0: Okay. All right. Um. Pretty much around the entire infield, and I would say the outfield, a pretty solid lineup, right? Yeah, absolutely. What, what's your whole? I, so we talked about Polanco coming back. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for the lineup then?
1: Uh, well, when Polanco comes back, I mean, I, I can't even tell you a timetable for Polanco. Uh, I thought he played
0: two spring training games he this did, year at I the think end. He right? aggravated me oh.
1: or something.
0: So he's not going to be ready for a while? Uh, I want to say May.
1: I, I think he'll be out for a month. All right. Uh, I can't, don't quote me on that, but right. I think
0: he is out for a while. And they'll be tender with him coming back correct sure I mean I guess if it's a knee but now okay so that means so you have usually you have with the DH you have what four bench players right typically typically so what would that mean once Polanco comes back because I think it's Willie Castro that right you said that okay So who'd who'd your bench players be then? Farmer? Nick Gordon. Gordon. Uh Jeffers. Jeffers and,
1: and um uh why can't I think of the name right now? Um who we say? Farmer, Gordon, Jeffers,
0: and Goodness, I can't think of it. Now I've gotta look it up because But then okay, but then supposedly we got to think about this because then what happens if Kirilov comes, do you just put him in St. Paul and forget about him? Like so many things we want to do is like, get rid of St. Paul. Like, just like, forget about it. You know, By the way Are Don- we gonna-
1: Donovan Solano,
0: who I like, <clears throat> I forgot about Solano. I like Solano. He got a pinch hit mm-hmm. the other day. Right. Yep. Um, And he's going to stay.
1: You you get Willie Castro, they'll either DFA or they'll drop him down. But what about with Kirloff? Kirloff is a different story. But
0: here's the thing, though. In three games, we've only seen Solano for two innings. Right. So Solano can play. Right. But not like Farmer came in two of the three games. Three of the three. You're right. You're right. You're right. I think when Kirloff comes
1: back, when he's ready, you need to play him at AAA and you, he needs to get his swing right, we need to understand that, or we need to see that he can hit the ball still because his wrist has been right. destroyed for right. basically
0: his okay. entire career. But then, like. okay, so isn't Royce looking at June or July for comeback? This is what where do it do gets with- fun, man. Well, it really does, event. and you're you're an analytics guy, right? Like, you like to try to put the pieces wherever they can be, but... How would you even? I mean, it's nice to have that luxury mm-hmm. to have pieces. Uh, twins have never been that deep, especially remember last year going into that Cleveland series, they had nobody healthy. Mm-hmm. So they had no, yep. no players. Right now, you have a lot of players that you would say probably would make the twins lineup opening day, right? Yep. yep. Not opening day, maybe players, but would make the roster. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You're right. It is fun when we think about it that way. Well, and then
1: you even got to look at not not that I I don't think it's going to be this year, especially if we're rolling through the playoffs or something, but Brooks Lee could potentially come You up
0: keep this year, saying right? Brooks Lee. Brooks yeah.
1: Lee is hot in the Twins territory right now. He just keep when we drafted him last year, he made it all the way to double A. Yeah. In a
0: summer. Right, right. And he raked. What every... About- how about Trevor Larnick though? Trevor Trevor Larnick too, man. I he, he showed us some this whole series, right? He his picked up big big time clutch RBIs. Whoever
1: loves a good baseball swing needs to slow down Trevor Larnick's swing over these past 3 games because right. this man just stro- clobbered the ball I mean basically every at bat and I mean I I could see it from how many rows back. Right the mechanics are so smooth he loads perfectly and he it glides through the glides through the zone it but is now, phenomenal
0: most of their runs scored were basically base hits with guys on can this team win without any power right we know they have power i'm talking about actually hitting them out of the park though
1: i think when you look at the teams that rely on power i'm not saying the twins aren't are relying on power i think they they'll have some power I think you look at what 2019, Bomba Squad yeah. relied on power, yeah. right? The other team I can think about that really relied on power, um, I can't remember what year it was, maybe 20.
0: Well, the Yankees, 16, well, in, even the in Yankees, 2019, they they came close yeah. to breaking the record too.
1: But I think of if you remember that Baltimore Orioles team with Chris Davis, Marty, Bra- Brady
0: Anderson, Brady no. Anderson, <laughs> no, you don't,
1: Marty, he doesn't know who Brady Anderson is. How old do I got to be? Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, but no, Chris Davis, Mark Trumbo. Well, remember um, Davis
0: signed a, a fucking
1: ransom. Great deal, Baltimore. Great. <laughs> Same thing with Trumbo, and but they, but they, I mean, it was either you hit a home run or they're right. striking out right. every because I think they had Manny Machado still. Yeah, they yeah. Had, yeah. Um, who was that? Second? No, he was just Jonathan up, up Scope and coming. Yep, um, Scope.
0: Hit over 20 home runs that uh, year.
1: Adam Jones. Yeah. I mean, good players, but man, they relied on the home yeah. run ball. And guess what? They don't, eat, they didn't make it past, I think, the first or second round in the playoffs because if you can't manufacture runs, right? That's, I mean, it, when you go down, even with basketball, right? It's what free throws and defense, yeah, right? Championships. If you can't manufacture runs well, like Well, but the that Twins comes did. back.
0: Don't you think pitching plays into, into that? Like, I would rather, Take a team, I think, with the Twins that could maybe not score as many runs, but if your pitching staff holds you to one or two runs a game, maybe you're going to be good enough just to get by. If you have strong pitching in comparison to scoring 10 runs a game, but your pitching staff is a joke yeah. and they, they're going to give up maybe 12 or 13 runs. And I I just don't see it that way this year.
1: Well, I think what you're talking about too is I mean, we dog on the the guardians now. Yeah. But that's that's been them for how many years now? Haven't built that's true. an offense. That's true. But they're pitching staff, man. And you look at they they ran us out of the division last
0: yep. year. Yep. And Well, in that series that you're talking about at the end of the year, when we had to win that series or at least win a few games, I think we got swept, right? We had one guy who was on the opening day roster in that series and that was Correa that was yeah. it yeah and and so you you can't blame like Rocco in a situation like that you you have no players exactly you, you know and and even Miranda he was a rookie at the time so you couldn't you just had nothing at all and that's why they, I mean as disappointing as that
1: team may have been, I think it was it was hard to judge that team just with the. I mean, you could see every yeah, game the but they were in first interest.
0: place most of the most of the fucking year.
1: Right, but they were basically a five hundred team. Do you and, ever notice that? So every it, time it, it, wasn't, it wasn't. Every time a great they team. could
0: make a, a move to like make some some ground on a team, like they're up one or two games, they never could do it. Right. Ever. Right. And you're right, and so basically. <clears throat> They'd have these great series against, like, very good teams where they would win three or four, and you go, okay, this is the team, you know. But then they'd have a Kansas City Royals. Oh, team. they suck! I the Royals, know Royals, man. Yep. Yep. And
1: this is why this, I mean, again, overreaction, but beating up the teams that you're supposed to beat right. puts you
0: in a good, right. good shot, good shot to win a division. Did you expect them to, to sweep? The Royals, though, I I did not. If I'm being honest. Even this is what I said, I think, at the ballpark. With a good team that you think, okay, the Twins, they're going to contend this year. They should go in Kansas City and win two or three games. And you would say with a really good team, you'd go, yep, we'll be lucky if we win two or three. Just because it's opening day weekend at home in Kansas City. And they did something that I would not have ever put like – even back in the days when we had somewhat good pitching, oh Kyle Gibson's coming in for the third start. Mm-hmm. you know he five one bottom of the third, you know we get close, maybe get it to five to four and then end up losing okay- Di- well disappointing Sunday, but an encouraging weekend for the twins because they took two or three. That's not what they did this weekend. they handled business the whole way they felt like. You know when you go to a
1: Twins Yankees game, and the Yankees just feel just right. so much better than, right. than you. Even that's if what I feel will like. We spot the Twins, them
0: five runs, but if it's the eighth inning and the Twins are still at five zero, the Yankees are still winning that game six right. five. Right. But I'm
1: just saying, like that's that's what I feel like. The Twins came in, took care of business. They knew they were the better team, right? And I think all the fans around us knew that. I think there was some hope, right? But like we they felt like the bigger like they right. were the big dog. Right. Yeah. And it I, was I agree. cool to see because you don't you you don't ever feel that sometimes with the right. twins and y'all just know I mean, granted, every everything else besides when Emilio Pagan came in, like you felt good. Right. Even I mean we'd up one nothing. I was like, I think I think the pitching can shut him down. I've never felt that way.
0: And how good was um so at the end of like I think it was the seventh inning, the twins went up six one after Gallo's second home run and Correa came around and scored. And, you know, the the sprinkling of Royals fans, mm-hmm. in, you know, in, in the lower level, uh, it wasn't like there was more of a Twins presence, I think, in the lower level. Maybe not Thursday, but definitely today. For Saturday I mean, okay. and Sunday, man, yeah. So have you ever had that experience where, so basically Gallo hits the second home run, Twins go up 6-1, Twins fans are cheering. All the transplants, or the guys that went down thirty-five W into thirty-five to get to Kansas City to watch this game, this series, all cheering and talking shit because Gallo hit a yep. his second home run. Yep. Correa played to the crowd, looked directly at us like completely, and like mm-hmm. you could see he was fired up. How'd that feel for you? That that was fun, yeah, that, right? That
1: is that is super cool, especially just with the way Correa. I think inter- interacts with the fan base. Yeah. I think they're very special to him. I know. I think um, he he really enjoys Minnesota. He really enjoys the fans, which is really cool. But just and the he fact says that he
0: he loves the Minnesota fan. fan. We were his third choice. Um, but you know, sorry, no, You yeah, got something I, to say about I that, mean, right? I, I, I mean, hey, third choice.
1: They, they paid what? him a lot of money, over right. at the other places. But
0: and so you you hope now if this is the marriage that they have. They've concocted only because Robert Wagner um, decided not to marry Carlos Correa. Um, and I think George Hamilton said no as well. Uh, he, he chooses to go with uh, Terry Kaiser. You know, and uh, I know you have no idea what I'm talking about. Doesn't matter. <laughs> this is the great old versus new right here. Right. Okay, so Marty got that whole reference because it was a weekend reference Somewhat not George Hamilton, of course, but uh, um, to me, Correa still, like, besides the fact he's a cheater, it's it's hard for me to cheer for him, um, because I think he would have taken any city other than Minneapolis. I, I really believe that, like, if, if he was, and if the money, yeah, if he, the money was there, go nuts. I would, I would say, yes, do that. But then you hear them come back and go, "Oh, I've always loved Minnesota. Like I just love, you know, the the year that I was here. My wife and kids, like they go to school here now, and that's great to hear." But you know, I I don't know if when I asked two chicks to prom and they both said no, I didn't get that excited about the third (laughs) chick. Okay, because at that point, why? I I mean, I graduated with ten people, so you know the. The range wasn't too, <laughs> too great. But I'm just saying, by the time you got to the third pick, you weren't too excited. You know, that's all, that's all I'm so, saying. So you don't
1: think that? I mean, while it was, I mean, yes, technically his third choice. Um, we know it was always on his list, right? Okay, and I understand that. I think maybe the the difference is we've never heard a star player. Say I enjoyed Minnesota. I want to stay in Minnesota. How often? Right, but his actions were we different hear? than that. He didn't because because want to stay in Minnesota. It. Money he talks, wanted to go to San Mar- man. Right, right. Money okay. talks.
0: But and if someone it's is not offering the same you- comment, then no. I wanted to. I want to stay in Minnesota. No, then he wanted to take in a half a billion dollars to San Francisco and then take a half a billion dollars from New York. And would your wife and kid be happy in either city, San Francisco or New York? No. But are you going to be happy in Minneapolis? I guarantee it and even if you suck and you get shipped across the river to St. Paul you'll still be happy and your family will be happy i disagree between fucking San Francisco and Stockton California and New York and i don't know where the Mets triple a team is but that's my point
1: that's a lot to unpack no no it's it's again i think i think you re i think you're reading too much into it I think you just need to take it what it right, is. I'm you a fan. have a, we have I, a, we have a star player. And well, I again, I, I, I think of, I just think of, look, if, if some, like I could love the job I'm at right now. Yeah. I could love it. Right. But if some other company's offering me triple the amount of money. Right. Yeah. I'm going to go there. If it doesn't work out and some other companies, like, Hey, we'll take you. Sure. But then. Again, that falls And what about
0: and- Joey Gallo or Gary Sanchez being so unhappy in a place like New York because they couldn't deal with the pressure? In Minnesota, nobody, and I hope we're going to change that right now. Mm. Nobody talks shit in Minnesota. None of the media... Sometimes Guerrero, quietly but in the Minnesota nice way where we're going to shake your hand and, and smile right to you, but as soon as you leave the room, then we're going to talk shit about you. And I'm talking about actually going to the ballpark and talking like I would have no problem talking shit to Joey Gell. Then he hit two home runs. Okay, now I like you, okay? I'm not that kind of fan. I'm just saying Joe Maurer would have got a lot of some negative press from me throughout his career. And that might be uncomfortable or unpopular, but that's, I would rather have more of a New York edge than a Minnesota nice edge. That just says, okay, John Guttekunst, great coach. No, he was a a terrible coach, but he was a great guy, really nice guy, great father, great husband. He didn't win football games though for the university of Minnesota. So you know,
1: I I mean I I try to put myself in their shoes when I look at why the hell would anyone want to play in New York? I, I big market sure, and I understand that. And I, and I just said money talks, but man, same thing. Like I think about like a Philly too. Just I I I, I love the enthusiasm of fans. I like. I mean, I I think that they should yell. You know, and get on people yeah. because you're, you're paying money to watch me. Sure, whatever. But but it is hard to it is hard to look at like I mean, Joey Gallo's a good ball player. Okay. 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 Anyone who able to play Major League Baseball is a good ball player. Okay. I agree. Okay. You could tell New York, it, it was tough. Right. Like you just, it, I mean, he hit like a, a hundred. Right. Right. And, and I think that affects you, right? And I, yes, Minnesota is not tough on you, but if it's able to bring out maybe the best in the performance. I'm just saying
0: that you should, you should call out athletes and, and typically Minnesota press does not. They just, as Minnesota fans, they might, you know, bitch, uh, if they're at the game or, but they're not going to go to the game just to boo somebody that plays for Minnesota. Me on the other hand, yeah, I'll pay any amount of money just to make sure that that guy knows that I think he's a piece of shit if he's not helping my team. Now, not if you don't have the talent. I'm talking about guys like Miguel Sanó who has all the talent in the world and just doesn't try. Yeah, I'm going to come and and talk shit to your face about that. Most Minnesotans won't do that and I think the
1: difference maybe between you though, because I've seen it, and but I think you are still respectful. I that I think is the difference between maybe a Minnesota person talking shit and a New York person talking that, shit. New okay. York people will. Well, yeah, you, I don't dump beers on people. Exactly, right. they'll throw right. beers at you. I mean, right? I think and then the it's Roger is,
0: McDowell in the bushes. You know, the Loogie, the Magic Loogie, or or, you know, or, that or that even
1: <laughs> or even like again, if they, I mean, you could be hounding the guy all day. But if he turns around and gives you whatever, a right. nod, whatever, you have to respect it. And you, right. you are respectful because still, I mean, these guys, they get to play the child's game, right? Yep. Like they, I mean, they get to do what all of us wanted to do. Yep. Um, but they do it at the highest level. There's a lot of pressure and yeah, we'll get on them. But again, if you're able to, you, you still do it at a respectful level. Right.
0: And later in later episodes, I will, I will piggyback on that, that comment because That's how I got Albert Pujols' batting gloves. It's very respectful. All right. I got to have a smoke, so I'm going to turn. I'm going to cut it for just a second here. Let's do it. All right. Yeah, Um, now you wanted to. Okay, so we're back. Uh, This is the show to be named later. Revisited. Podcast. Yep. Not in Minneapolis. We're in Kansas City, Missouri right now. On location. Yeah, right. You you wouldn't think. Yeah. you want to go to Miami tomorrow? No. I mean, hey. <laughs> so before, okay, we're, we got to wrap this up a little bit. It's not like a big woo song where it can just go hours and hours, you know, but uh, you didn't catch that, did you, Marty? That was a pretty funny joke. Uh, okay, so you wanted to talk rules, yep. as I do. New Major League Baseball rules. What do you want to talk about? Which one do you want to – because each one would, to me – would need forty-five minute conversation. Yeah. Okay. So I want you to talk about a few of the rules and wrap them all up, why they put them into place. And I am gonna Donald Trump everything that you say in one statement. So go ahead. You've got a few minutes. If right I can now. if
1: I can remember all of them right. Um
0: we've got uh, new bases. Okay, let's, let's, let's get right on Byron Buxton new because bases. I used to call him that, Marty. Byron Buxton back when he was a little kid and no one knew who Byron Buxton was. And I used to call him, anyways, go ahead. New,
1: bigger bases. I can't remember the exact size. They're that big. they added. I mean, it, it's hard to tell from the stands and whatnot, but it's they like are. Old I kitten say, ball bases. They are you, bigger. You don't know what kitten
0: ball is, do, do you? I do not know what kitten ball is. Oh my goodness. Marty, what's kitten ball? No. It's like a big, like a, almost like a medicine ball, bigger than a softball. They play in Chicago. Is that kitten ball? Huh? No. What? Pickleball? No. Pickleball nice. Kitten ball. Yeah. This big ball that the only person in the field that could have a mitt was the first baseman. And they play so... It's
1: the big softball in Chicago.
0: Yeah, why is it in Chicago? I, I played it in Jordan, Minnesota, oh. and it was no problem. Okay. Anyways... What was my Kittenball reference? The bases. Oh, okay, yeah. So what's the purpose of the bigger bases? You said in a perfect uh, non-Russian world, it would be because it would hold off on injuries for players, correct? That's a reason. Nope, but that's not the main reason, is it? What's your main reason? Because I'm curious. I was told it was the whole reason for the bigger bases. Yes, injury aside. Was to encourage runners, base runners, to steal bases. Okay, so one as we talked at the game, Byron Buxton, who what we have two stolen bases last year, something and around that. It was stupid. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. He didn't play very much. But. <laughs> <laughs> once again, uh, it is only to get a player like Byron Buxton or a Rocco Baldelli infused team who doesn't ever steal bases. Let's encourage you to steal bases. And if that's if that's the deal, then I, I got to say, nope.
1: First of all, you should you should come in a little closer here. So what? Oh, be, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, a I get a little, little emotional. I know, right? It is um, in terms of stealing bases, I think that's not only. I think it's one aspect of yes, it and inc- it is. I mean, you're looking at a a small amount of more room, right? That they have to to run right um and a wider path for them to to make it easier to steal um but i think that also coincides with the new pitch clock rule which is the big one you know we can talk about that soon but um the disengaging the rubber twice okay okay so i mean i, I will say the amount of pickoffs um i i think it was a lot but, but it takes away f- is it necessary yes to, to to if you if you're trying to keep a runner close you need to, you need to, Right. you need to right. switch up, you know, how often you're going to the plate, how often you're throwing over,
0: um, and give you time to think about who is at the plate as well yes. and how you want to pitch them the next. Okay. So let's move to the, the clock because I've said it all weekend and no one has backed me up on this in the history of baseball is there's no clock in baseball. Right. You can go in the bottom of the ninth inning down 10 runs and go, Oh, we only got two minutes to make three five point shots that you don't get. Right. Mm -hmm. You could string enough together to get it done. And that's what, what's so great with the clock. Everything changes. Whether you're a batter, you're a pitcher, everything changes on how you would approach an at bat on both sides. And once again, it's to speed the game up that goes into my my final point about why these rules are bullshit but go ahead so
1: i mean we know about the pitch clock right so you've got the pitch i think it's 20 seconds with no runners on 25 seconds with runners on it's the minute the catcher throws the ball back to you this pitcher has 20 seconds now i have never personally tried it out right where i like hey Let's just go throw a bullpen really quick and we'll I just want to test to see how 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 quick it really is. But I'll say, as someone who's pitched, the game needs to breathe. I need to breathe. I agree. Big moments. If I'm like even twenty-five seconds with runners on, my heart's pounding and I need to take a breath. Oh, I have stepped off twice. Now runner gets another base. Or oh I you know, took too long. Here's another ball. The game needs to breathe. I've never once. I, I, I keep hearing everyone saying the game takes too long. It's boring, whatever. But I have yet to hear anyone tell me the game is too long. If I am being completely honest, I could watch so what, what we sure did four hours,
0: no problem.
1: Because, because I, I think the average game, and I, I don't quote me, but I think the average game last year was maybe three hours and 13 minutes or something, right? The average game now is like two and a half hours. What's the difference between a half hour? It's a half hour more Right, baseball. and if you
0: got a wife and kids, you don't want to go home, you know, quicker to that. You want to stay at the ballpark <laughs> as long as you want, right? right. Like um, not one size fits all either because I think it was Isabel on Thursday hit the bat in, in the on-deck circle and I think... Pine tar or some kind of dust got in his eye. They called an official timeout, but like you say, you know how things go. Suddenly, you take a swing, and that speck is still in your eye, mm-hmm. and you need to step out. like Give me no. We're just going to rush you through because we want to make sure that Charlie and Jeannie get home, you know, in in time for the fish fry exactly. at nine thirty. What?
1: And I and I also think like okay. If I if I get brushed back with a ninety nine yep, mile an hour yep, heater, yep. get back in. Like I, I mean that you gotta. First of all, yes, maybe you're seeing fastballs every day of your life, but you get brushed back by a ninety nine mile an hour fastball. Right. First gonna, of all, your life flashes before your eyes. Yep. And you got to take a second. Right. Right. Um,
0: now, the other thing on the other side, the pitcher. Why do you watch tape? But oh, you've got one of the fastest guys in Byron Bucks in that first base that you got to think about holding on, but also what pitch you're going to give, whether it's going to be a hit and run, just a straight up steal. I'm going to hold off and see if I can maybe get four, four balls out of you. It, it completely changes the landscape of the game. And once again, I'm going to tie this all up in a neat little package. Um, Give me one more rule change this year. Um, another rule change. Um, am I missing? Oh, the, yeah, the, the shift.
1: The shift. Yes. Here's the thing with the shift. And I'm I, I don't think we've actually ever talked about the shift yet. For me, I enjoy not shifting.
0: What are your thoughts?
1: I enjoy that there's no shift.
0: I disagree because, okay. you know, it, we had talked, uh, my buddy Marty, we talked about, you know, the old adage in baseball you hit it where, where they ain't. And that's the thing. And if you are a major league player, a professional baseball player, and you cannot figure out how to hit the ball, what has th- that game always been? You hit the ball where there are no guys playing, unless you can hit it over the over the fence every time. Yeah. Can't do it, so that's on you. And if you don't know how to beat a shift, that's on you. Why would you take away from a team going? I'm I think I know how to play this guy. Okay, it's like a softball. If you had a rover, you had mm-hmm. three outfielders, and you had you know your rover yeah. that played short in uh, short outfield on any side of the base. Only because you know where that guy was going to hit the ball, like Johnny Voss, who couldn't hit the ball just past second base. So you put defensive players there and say, prove me wrong. If you can't do that, why would you take that away from the defensive player when baseball is the only game in the world where... The defense holds the key to whether or not you're going to score. You know what I mean? Football, basketball, hockey, it's all what the offense does. But it's on the defense to make sure that the offense doesn't score because the pitcher has the ball. You should not be able to take that away from anyone saying, I know Noah Storzinger is going to hit here, here, or here. So I'm going to put my players here, here, and here. Oh, no. Major League Baseball says you got to go here, here, here. And over there, here's my thing though. Are you? I, I'm, and
1: maybe it was just. I always thought a rule was you get three outfielders, <laughs> you get four infielders, and they were moving multiple infielders into the outfield. And that's where I felt like, hey, just move your outfielders, because you, you can do that still. You but can it, shift, w- and you can put five infielders on one side of the infield, and you can still shift. And I think sure,
0: but I think no. You have to you have, have two. You have to have two on the infield on the west side of second and two on the oh MPO. i thought you could do no nope, okay no nope. so what they've been doing is bringing center fielders in to play rover sure we're straight up okay fine but it's a way to get around the ship my my point is why are they taking it away because poor justin Morneau couldn't beat the shift so we got to make sure that more runs are scoring because america isn't happy if there aren't more than two explosions in a Major League Baseball game. So, let's. So my here's where I'm going to wrap it up. Yep. All three things that we talked about, those rules were made only to enhance the game for the fan. But it takes away from not the game. Not the fan. Yeah, the yes, casual. it is. The casual. Oh, thank you. Okay. The casual. Not, we're the, the fans. Right, right. We're the fans. Very, very good point. For those coming to the ballpark to watch the game, not the true students of the game, Mm-hmm. Those rules are not made like, okay, we're going to put the speed limit up to 70 on 35W because it's going to make 35W better and it doesn't make it unsafe or anything else. It's better for the driver and for everyone across the board, right? The three rules we talked about doesn't make the game of baseball better for the game of baseball. It makes it better for the fan, for the hitter or the player, but not necessarily if you think about the dynamics and the strategy of baseball, it doesn't do anything. For the, the true purity of baseball, it does nothing for it. Hmm. Not one of those rules that we talked about. Does anything to make the game better, it only subtracts from why baseball is the purest sport in the world. Okay? It's fair. Pretty soon, you're going to have, well if there's less than one out, you can't bunt because my kid wanted to see you hit a home run. So we're going to make you go back and make sure you try to hit home. And that's what I'm worried about is that, you know, uh, Tuesdays at after three o'clock, you have to swing for the fences. You can't try to put sacrifice And that takes away from the game. And that's what I'm worried about.
1: Uh, I, so first of all, I think you've, I don't want to say change my mind because I don't think I, I think we both pretty much agreed on a lot of these rule changes. But I think that, um, the one thing I want to mention is, yeah, we're, we're, we're changing the sport for today's casual fan. Why do you think, why do you think 30 years ago, baseball was the number one sport in the world, right? Maybe soccer. If why do I more. think? It works. Why do you? Why do you think people don't enjoy watching baseball anymore? The majority of people, I should say. Because and I,
0: I can only say, as Americans, I, I can only say, um, because it is a world, a global game. Um, but in the United States, I would think you brought up soccer. I, I don't think there's enough action per se. In a baseball game, if you were to you and I were to watch a one-zero no hitter, we would that would be better than a, a wet dream, right? Like <laughs> that's what you were hoping for, and you yep. you would so much appreciate that and go, I got my money's worth more than my money's worth today. Sure, right? Would your mom? Would. She
1: couldn't put, I mean, if you, you just can't understand it. And I think right. that's, that the, the cool reason with baseball, especially the people that knew or played baseball is you knew. I still think to this day, baseball is the hardest sport in the, in, in the right. world because of, I understand, like, hey, if, if, if you could hit a 90 mile an hour fastball, like, I mean, yeah, you can throw your bat out there and make contact, whatever. The mental side of the game when right. it comes to right. strategy and, and everything it takes. To play the game the right way, or, or even just win, is the hardest thing ever, and and the that's it's it's hard to explain to people compared to maybe maybe basketball, right, 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 or a, or a football. You know, you just but but that, but, but baseball is yeah. complex, and people aren't going to understand. So why rush it? And and why I, rush? I understand? It? Um, but I, I just think about like you look at the World Baseball Classic, which I think was a win for baseball. A win for I. Yeah, I think, and notice they think, didn't fucking do the extra inning shit yep, in yep. that. In that, that was or the, the, the right pitch call. Clock. That was the right or, call. Or, or the yep. new rules. Yep. And and I think though that I I think the World Baseball Classic gained baseball some fans. Yeah. Of casual fans.
0: Well, who knew Great Britain had
1: a team? I, I didn't know that. I didn't know Israel right. played baseball. Oh yeah,
0: they've been in a, a few well, years. Czech
1: Republic was pretty they, cool too. But yep. um, I'm trying to remember where I was going with this, but um. <laughs> I just think that oh, the, baseball the world classic baseball was, classic, was it, it was a win. A win mm-hmm. And, but I look at all these other countries, right? Where I mean, we were talking to some Puerto Rican people at, uh, at the game on Saturday, yeah. you know, went to school at a, at a, a, a baseball academy because that's what they do down there right. is they just play right. baseball. And so why can Puerto Ricans enjoy the game more than Americans right now? Americans have a lot more, uh, maybe to offer but you down gotta, in You got to understand but, that
0: in Puerto Rico, you have one option. That's baseball. what I'm saying. Americans have more, okay, and more right. opportunities. Okay, right. And maybe. even yeah. in a place like I don't know how it is in Kansas City, but I always think it's it's interesting that Minneapolis-St. Paul has pro football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, women's pro basketball. Mm-hmm. The University of Minnesota uh, they used to have a lacrosse team actually yep. as well. Yep. This um, there are not many cities in america that actually have the big five have all soccer baseball basketball hockey football um minnesota does there are so many options that you have and um i know a lot of people that like football that can't stand basketball right i know but it seems like baseball as far as integrity i think it gets a a big push like yeah baseball's cool but i won't watch it Hockey is never gonna to get to the level of those three sports, I don't think. You know? It's not that it doesn't have it its allegiances and its fan support or anything like that, but really if the wild are out of the Stanley Cup playoffs, do you watch hockey playoffs? I don't I'm I've, if the Wilder in it I'll watch, but right. I'm honestly, if they're it's, all, it's, Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's getting that way for the NBA for me too, you know. But uh NFL, I always watch every playoff game baseball i always watch every play- playoff game right um unfortunately you hit the nail on the head between the casual baseball fan and the ones that actually like the guys we were talking to yesterday where you could go back and forth and you know there's a lot of really good ladies that go to target field to watch the games and you go wow they're not with men they must really like baseball i don't know are they there To be seen? Are they there because they like the twins? Are they? And so that's a lot of, you know, the deal. Like, oh, it's Star Wars night. So I'm going to come out, Mm -hmm. um, you know, because my mom's the only woman I've ever seen since I was born. So I'm going to come out tonight, you know, like, you know. Well, that's why
1: I, I thought it was tough or I thought it was interesting to hear that it was, tough to, to get people to the ballpark when ballparks have strived to right. add so many i just think about like but okay the twins
0: it, pr is so bad like they've had the same wave cam and it, it's so Oh bad. well like, that's every stadium man. that's oh st louis does a very good job oh, but well, i'm sorry we'll go to
1: st louis sometime right. then but um <laughs> I, I just think like if you told me as a you know a college kid it's like hey there's 900 bars restaurants some entertainment Let's go, right? That's what all ball- ballparks are. I mean, like even if you don't need to watch the game, I mean the game could be there as added entertainment. But it's so fun at a ballpark, right? I agree. Right? I agree. And why would you only want to be there for
0: right. two
1: hours? People go to bars for five hours. I agree. I agree. How are you
0: not entertained with well, baseball? Fourteen dollars a beer—that that, that well, might be one thing. Sure, <laughs>
1: and those value nights are nice. Yeah, but, yeah, right. But yeah, it's. I mean, and again, I'll say this too. With as we wrap up, I mean. The thing I don't know if Major League Baseball thought about, and I need, and like, I, I don't know if maybe just, maybe it was just opening day. There weren't really too long lines at Kaufman, uh, Saturday and Sunday, and I think that's just fans don't come out to the right. game as much. Right. I think about, you know, let's say, let's say the Twins are doing well, and a lot of fans at the stadium. That's the, the, the only the, way to, well, the, yeah, yeah, but I'm just film. saying. If the lines are long at target field and I get up in the fifth inning to, to get some ice cream, a hot dog, whatever, there's nice a potential I come back in the seventh inning. Yep. And I missed the fifth inning and the sixth inning because of yep. the pitch clock. And yep. let's, let's just yep. say it's quick one, two, three innings. Or that you wanted to go to the bathroom too. Minutes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's, yep. I, I agree. I agree. I, I, that's where I was like, cause opening day, man, we went out to, to go get some ice cream out in right field at the K. Um, the line was pretty long. We've done it in the past and it, you know, you'll miss half inning. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but we would have, we got out of line because we would have missed two, maybe two and a half innings. I, and also, first of all, at the K, turn on your, your stadium, um, screens because that's how I watch the game right. when I'm out there at the stands. You didn't have anything on. So I couldn't tell what was happening. And I hope target field yeah. has that,
0: but uh, well, I got to back, back you up on that because kaufman you a little target bit too. Field, i i went out for cigarettes and it wasn't a long walk like at target field there was always only one place you could go you'd have to walk all the way around the stadium by the time but back then when they had smoking by the time you got back to your seat you might have missed a half inning <laughs> and under almost. the old shit right <laughs> yeah i went out very close to my seats just had to walk outside for a little ways and I missed a whole inning yep. where, like, the Royals actually scored today. Or you missed? No, they Gallo's actually scored. Summer, the like- Royals actually scored a run today. Sorry. No. Um, but I was so surprised because they were already back up, but the Twins had already batted yep. and they had already scored. And I was like, wow, I missed a whole inning where I was, like, maybe 200 yards away from my seat.
1: And the prices haven't changed. Right. Right. So, it, I mean, you got to figure that out, I just think. And... I think it won't be an issue at the K as much. Just if I go get a hot dog quick, and I mean, I was able right. to be back within warm ups. But like, man i I would hate for a large family who spent a lot of money to go to a game on a busy day on a Saturday, right when mo- right. most fans are going to go out, and maybe my my kid loves baseball, but he really wants a hot dog. But we we come back and we missed two innings the right. the twins had a big grand slam or something you miss that cuz you were in a, you were getting yep. a hot dog cuz yep. manford wants to
0: yep. speed up the game but all right so the next time we talk the twins will be 15 and 0 15 and 0. Right. let's book that and uh by the way i put 100 bucks down in vegas that the twins would win the world series this year just saying just saying you've never done that never never done that never this bet this is on, the year you never bet on your own team you never <laughs> bet against them you know so no. All right, Noah. Thank you good. very much. Yeah, Start something good. I hope uh, better than the hat that I'm wearing. There you go, awesome. Johnny Boss. Awesome. Noah Storzinger. Thanks, Sign guys. Signing off. Thanks.